Hi, this is Erin James Brown. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I serve as the interim site pastor at Urban Village Church, Edgewater. Urban Village Church does bold, inclusive, and relevant ministry for people who were traumatized by church, people who feel overchurched, and even the non-churched folks. If you identify with any of these signifiers, we're so glad you're listening. Would you consider helping us continue this Jesus-loving ministry in and across Chicago and over the internet? You can make a generous recurring gift by going to our website, urbanvillagechurch.org backslash give. And thanks for helping us with your ears, actions, and dollars to build up God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And now, here's the latest sermon. Good morning. Today we're reading from Isaiah 25, 1 through 10. O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things, plans formed of old, faithful, and sure, for you have made the city a heap, the fortified city of ruin. The palace of aliens is a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong peoples will glorify you. Cities of ruthless nations will fear you, for you have been a refuge to the poor, a refuge to the needy in their distress a shelter from the rainstorm, and a shade from the heat. When the blast of the ruthless was like a winter rainstorm, the noise of aliens like heat in a dry place, you subdued the heat with the shade of clouds. The song of the ruthless was stilled. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-aged wines strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples. The sheet that is spread over all nations, he will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces, and the disgrace of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation, for the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. The word of God for the people of God. Good morning. My name is Erin James Brown. My pronouns are she, her, and hers, and I'm currently serving as the interim site pastor here at Urban Village Church Edgewater, which is where you are today. Oh, welcome. Um, Will you pray with me? Thank you. God of the feast, you have prepared a table before all peoples and poured out life with such abundance that death cannot claim triumph over your universe, God. Call us again to your banquet, where we may receive your holy food, and strengthened by what is honorable, just, and pure, be transformed into people of righteousness and peace. It is the name of our brother and friend we pray, Jesus. Amen. So our reading this morning comes from one of my favorite passages of the Bible. And what we really learn from the passage in Isaiah is that God planned this party a long time ago. God sent out the invitations. God sent reminders and then updated the e-invite just to say, reminder, it is happening. We've cooked the oxen and the cattle. There's a buffet, including an omelet station. Woo! The mimosas are bottomless. Come join the party. It is time to celebrate. God's party is all inclusive and all are invited. Like for real meaning all means y'all 
The prophet wants to be clear because about who is welcome to this banquet. So overemphasizes stating at least five times in just a few short verses, all, all are welcome. All will no longer mourn and God will dry all of the tears. This means that all are expected to show up and show out. You wear your best, which simply means you wear the body like you know it was created and loved by the God who created it. The God of the Old Testament, the God of Isaiah, the God of our ancestors is not actually what I might have been taught growing up. The God of our ancestors is not a fear-mongering God who breathes threats of destruction. The God of our Bible and of our ancestors, our God is not obsessed with people converting in order to stop, drop, and rolling for all of eternity. No, the God of love and mercy and justice, the God of Jesus and the God of you and the God of me does not believe that people are human dumpsters who will suffer the wrath of a skull stomping Jesus. No, the grace of God is found in a joyous celebration. All are qualified in God's eyes. All are beautiful in God's eyes and all are worthy of love in God's eyes. Not just the best or the cutest, but all. God does not invite his followers to self-sacrifice and constant second-guessing about their invitation. God invites God's followers to celebrate goodness and to celebrate God's delight in God's creation. That includes you and me and all of us. And I don't know if you know this. Maybe you haven't picked up on this, but I was raised in a, a beautiful Baptist tradition that taught me to memorize Bible verses all the time. And I love that about my tradition because what I notice is I pick up on these key themes happening throughout the Bible. And did you know our Bible regularly describes parties and celebrations? It seems like Jesus was just a walking party carnival all the time. That's because like the parables describe wedding feasts that people are invited to where Jesus, there's weddings and parties where Jesus is turning water into wine. Thousands upon thousands are fed, and when, and when people are walking on the road to Amazus and a, with a stranger, someone breaks bread and realizes it's the Son of God, and there is a party to happen. Whenever these stories are told and retold, they hearken us back to Isaiah, to this morning's passage. Whenever food and wine and the community is mentioned, the biblical readers, Jesus' followers, their ears would have perked up and said, oh, we've heard about that before. We remember, and so they sit a little bit more forward. They have heard of God's future joyous party as described in Isaiah. Suddenly, their memories are flooded with the stories of God's future banquet when God gets everything God wants and the world is put into rights. God's people have always believed that God is preparing a feast of delicious delectables, like we're talking the best, most savory of snacks, the meat options and the meatless options, where you eat as much of your favorites and you don't feel sick and you don't worry about your caloric intake. Not only that, but grief and sorrow no longer loom over the people of God like a cloud on a rainy day, but joy tears away our fear. And so, we sang about what we like to imagine God's kingdom will be like, but I like to imagine God's kingdom will be like dancing without feeling self-conscious. 
Like I'm just shaking my hips to Diana Ross belting out about letting the world know and needing to let it show. And I also like to imagine the partners and friends and family members will look each other in the eye under this spinning mirror ball and they'll wipe away each other's tears. Because swords and guns and tools of violence will be converted. They'll be melted down in this huge fire and repurposed. Not from ob- They'll be moved from objects of death into gardening tools and musical instruments because the kingdom of God is not just all sitting around bored, but we got some work to do. No longer will there be threats of violence because death will be no more. And then, as if on cue, the banquet hall will open, and as described later in Isaiah 26, 19, the saints will come marching in. Those who died long ago, our ancestors, who taught us about this faith and shared it with us over generations, will come marching in. Those who have struggled for justice, who have given so that others may live more freely, will join in the swaying and the hooping and the hollering on the dance floor, and then you and I can teach them how to Dougie. And if you don't know how to Dougie, come ask me later. Because those who hunger and thirst for righteousness and whose sacrifice, who sacrifices have contributed to the more just society that you and I have inherited, will get down with their bad selves. And when they dip, will dip, will all dip and sway, because God has gotten God's way. And so we'll also look across the dance floor and see friends and partners and family members and say, you're here. I'm here. Gay or straight, transgender or cisgender, queer, gender queer or gender still trying to figure it out. We are all here and we are loved by a lovely God because our faithful God got us through the storms and heat of life. Even when it seemed like death would come crumbling in on us, those we love and miss the most after they died will meet us on the dance floor and shout over the joyous ruckus saying, look, This is our God in whom we have waited. And God has saved us. This is the Lord for whom we have all waited. Let's be glad and rejoice in our salvation. So as the disciples of the Most High God, you and me and all of us here, as people who are following a Jesus who saves and redeems, guess what? We are called to something really exciting, which is to get the party started started right here, right now, because we are people who party and we are people who party hard. We party hard because we know that God is up to something. Even when it seems like the world around us is going a little nuts, we know that our God it wraps God's, the world in God's arms and holds creation in God's hands. We are the people who party hard because despite all evidence to the contrary, Despite violence caused by threats of domestic terrorism, despite violence caused by people in power who are supposed to care for the most vulnerable in our communities, we will party because we know our God is good and continues to work towards goodness and restoration and redemption. And we also know that it's not totally up to us that we, this good work we do, will be inherited in the kingdom of God. It doesn't just disappear, but it is presented more fully and also that God intervenes. It is a both and of salvation. So we party 
because God does not discriminate who gets to show up for this celebration. We party because our ancestors taught us how to party, how to celebrate good and faithful God who carried them. Our ancestors, people of faith, taught us how to celebrate a good God who carried them out of slavery when it felt like slavery was the only thing that would carry them. Our ancestors taught us how to celebrate the God who carries them through the wilderness when it felt like the wilderness would never end. Our ancestors taught us how to celebrate the freedom found in God because God set them free. And so we party because we know God will do it again. And so this morning, we gather together, maybe a little bit more warm than normally in this theater, but we gather to celebrate that God is not finished, that our ancestors have gifted us this community. They maybe didn't know that Urban Village Church Edgewater would exist with a bunch of woos on Sunday mornings, but they worked hard to build this community for us to continue to flourish and celebrate. You may notice this morning that we have our own altar or ofrenda here, remembering the people who have gone before us. There are pictures of people who have died, who invested in your life and in my life. But there are also names of people written. Maybe you didn't bring a picture. Maybe you didn't know what was happening this morning. There are cards up here for you to write the name of the person who has invested in your life who would want to celebrate over you and the glory of God that you have grown into. And so in the moment, you will be invited to write those names as well, those people whom we celebrate, those people whom we remember, and those people we know we will be reunited with when God gets everything God wants. And so we do this practice not in vain we bring our sadness and our grief that we miss people, but we also trust and know that God is working in our lives to reunite us at a heavenly banquet that will be a little bit like this, but also a whole lot better, where the LaCroix and the best of the wines and gluten-free is no longer a thing because your gluten intolerance is over, that we will celebrate without feeling self-conscious, but feeling the joy of reunification with our God who gets everything God wants. Will you pray with me? Mighty, gracious God, we hold in remembrance the ones whose lives were taken the ones who maybe even never knew their belovedness, the ones who reminded us that we are beloved, the ones who passed on our faith, the ones who gave us art and song and poetry, we are because they were. They were because you, God, loved them so dearly. Like us, we know they had their imperfections. There is no life that is not messy or contradictory. And yet, you, O oh God, promise that their labor of love was not made in vain. Help us to lean into the witness of those who have gone before us. 
drawing on the love and justice and community and faith that weaves us together generation after generation. With gratitude and in remembrance, we pray. Amen.